Does it still work? <laughs> What's up, Jason? Hey, man. It How has been. It has been a time. It has since I last seen you. A lot has changed in my life. Yeah, since the, we and the listeners have heard, you've got some life changes, huh? Yeah, so I recently switched from using the mail app on my Mac to using Gmail in the web browser. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you switched to Laravel. <laughs> no, I thought about it. Um, <clears throat> no, yeah, we had a baby. It's a boy. And he's like three weeks old. And How many commits has he made yet? How many what? How many commits? <laughs> uh he's pretty lazy man he just lays around uh no it's been wild so he was born oh my goodness i don't even know the date it's all a blur october 10th or 11th one of those maybe even the 12th and then uh we came from the hospital we came home on the hospital friday or saturday and there was just water all in our bedroom and bathroom. Oh no. Yeah. So we had a drain burst <clears throat> and so we slept in there a couple of nights in the water. We like, I just thought like my dog like peed in there or something cause we were gone for three days. Sure. Uh, but it never dried up. So oh, uh, no. we had a plumber come out. He said, it's probably a problem with your roof. Had the roofer come out. He's like, it's probably a problem with plumbing. And so, yeah, it was a plumbing problem. Oh, no. That's awful. Right at the worst time, too. Yeah. So we've been, uh, we were sleeping in the front of our house on couches. <laughs> we didn't want the baby back there. <laughs> and so, literally, last night was the first night we slept in our bed since the baby was born. Jeez. <laughs> so, what, a couple weeks? Yeah, it was three weeks. So we slept there the first week and then. The last two weeks we were on couches, but like insurance came out was like, you know, here's what we'll give you. I was like, great. Um, if I hire someone to do this, this is not enough. And so I was like, we'll just do it ourselves, which was a terrible decision. Uh, so, cause I don't know, I don't know anything <laughs> about like laying floors or anything like that, but we did it and here we are. So would you say that you were doing, you jump straight into doing plumbing and production? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. It's been awful. I'm actually, uh, our bathroom's not done because like we went to lay floor and we had to pull up tile in one section. The rest was carpet. I don't know why whoever wanted carpet in the bathroom. I don't know. That's I weird. do not like the people who lived here before. Um, well, hey, it's a good excuse to improve things, right? I guess. But we went to pull up the tile and like it was two layers of tile because someone was like, I don't like this tile and then just tiled over it. And so our <laughs> floors are uneven and I don't know. I miss I miss renting. Yeah, dude. I bet that would have been. Well, I mean, it could have been a bad long situation if you didn't have a great landlord but right. at least you wouldn't have to deal with all these things yeah my bank account's like up and down and up and down oh god i bet but yeah so it's been it's been exciting 
to say the least. I was really happy. I started back work Wednesday, and I was really happy to like close my office door and <laughs> just not talk to anyone for eight hours. Yeah, did you get like what three weeks off, four weeks off, or something? I did. Yeah, three weeks. That's nice. Yeah, it was good. So, <clears throat> man, anything exciting with you in the last three weeks? Oh, not really. I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead Redemption. I'm excited for that. How's that? It's fun, man. Um, it's it's kind of uh, a hunting simulator. Uh, I played the original, well, original, the previous one, I don't know, like five years ago. So it's been, uh, you know, another... It's, so if anybody doesn't know, it's like from the guys who make Grand Theft Auto. So it's an equally, you know in-depth long 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 open world game so it's in the wild west which is where not a whole lot of video games go so it's been pretty fun to play that um i've been hunting animals and things (laughs) neat when you say that it makes me think of like uh the big hunting arcade games that you play at like (laughs) david busters (laughs) yeah yeah i wish they need to sell like uh you know one of those um console versions of the uh shotgun or something <laughs> totally unrelated to like anything uh we were while we were just redoing our whole house we were cleaning out our office and like i had like an n64 and an nes and like all my ps1 games from a kid when i was oh, a kid man those and are was- some good times I know I was like, I don't use these. And so I was about to throw it out and I went and there's actually still a market for that stuff. I got like 120 bucks for all that. Dang. I wish I would have known. I would have bought them from you. Um, my bad. My bad. Quick sale. Yeah. Well, it is <sighs> what it is. There's still quite a few of those left out there. Yeah. So, um, Ruby. Actually, you've been up to some non-Ruby. Yeah. So. <laughs> what I, what else have you been doing in the last three weeks? You've been yeah, all over so the place. I came home. I've been working on an app called Smoked, S-M-O-K-D, uh, which is like untapped, but for cigars. And if you're not familiar. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. Uh, untapped is like a social app for like beer drinking. And so like you look up beers, you rate them, you check them in, people like it. I mean, it literally is just like Facebook, but like beer specific. Yeah. Like, you know, lets you record and rate how you like different beers and what other people liked and stuff. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So a buddy of mine was like, Hey, this would be really cool for cigars. And that was like three years ago, maybe even four years ago now. And I was like, cool. And so I like toyed with it on and on the last few years. But like, I think it was like May or June. I got real serious about it because it still doesn't exist. Uh, And so um, this one is for cigars. I don't know if I mentioned that. It's not just any smokes. It's cigar cigar specific. And so like, dude, I've been, you know, I've been like busting my tail on this thing. And so... Uh, I built it in React Native and like spent a lot of time like trying to do it the correct correct React Native way and like Did you use Expo or did you use like just React Native directly? 
Uh, so I started with Out Expo, and I had a pretty polished app uh, because there's a lot of things. There's a lot of libraries out there that don't work with Expo, but do work with just straight create React app. Oh, right. I'm sorry, just straight React Native app stuff. Um, but the problem was when I went to like deploy and stuff, it just like showed all my weakness. Like, uh, I don't know anything about like compiling Android apps and there were problems and I didn't know how to debug them. Mm, and I was weird. like, cause I, this, well, I've ahead. not done the Android compile, but I've done the iOS one and it worked just fine. Oh, the that, iOS that one was really was easy. Great. I haven't done the Android stuff though, but. It's Android, uh, a lot of rough edges. And, yeah, it's rough edges, and it comes down to, like, I just don't know anything about, like, native development. Yeah, although, I mean, having done the iOS side of things, I would have assumed it was as simple as you run a command, it poops out a file, and you upload the file to, you know, the Google App Store or whatever. Yeah, so I rebuilt it using expo um and that went really well and the cool thing about expo is it will actually like you can from the command line you can be like expo deploy or build or something like that and it'll actually build the native packages like in the expo cloud yeah which is really awesome because then you don't have to do any of that work which it's so cool i wonder where they're gonna start charging for it because yeah i don't know it seems like it may already be there uh, to the point where people would pay for it. But the, the the biggest problem with, you know, React or Expo is like, man, their camera is not that great for video. And mm. there's no way for me to use unless I completely detach it or whatever. Um, you know, then that's the only way I can use like the React Native camera library. And it's just, it needs to be smoother. The whole, you know, only use our libraries otherwise uh you can't it's just really frustrating so if they were to improve that then i would certainly be willing to pay something for it it seems so smooth i would even pay for like just building my apps like uh-huh yeah like just when i say build like compiling them to native like packages but yeah the camera that was a really like touchy spot for me because without expo there's a lot of really good camera libraries available for react native but expos is like you have to build the entire like camera interface yourself from like buttons to like switch camera yeah and it's it's annoying i was trying to use it for recording video and um you know of course they don't have any support for choosing the codec uh, for what you record in. And so now the iOS 11 or 12 introduced a new codec, HEVC, and that, of course, uh, doesn't really play back in the browser very well. And so then I was like, how do I change this? Oh, of course, they don't have the option to change it. So I, I kind of gave up on the app for a little while. At that point, I had other things to do. But yeah, it's... It definitely needs to have a more fluid. I don't. I don't exactly know what the reasoning is for, you know, them provide. I understand they're trying to provide their own um, well-polished interfaces and libraries and stuff. But like, 
there needs to be a smooth way of using these third-party libraries with it. Otherwise, it's just frustrating to use because it doesn't do everything well or, you know, provide the interface to do everything. So, yeah, it's got some work needed. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, I got off because I got off track because that was a lot of things that really bothered me. But, uh, so like right before baby was born, I had like, uh, had app like on my phone, just like running it from the simulator, iOS simulator, sorry, Xcode, like deploying to my phone. Like it felt good. And like, I spent a lot of time like polishing rough edges, like trying to make this thing like a good user experience. And so after we got home, uh, I was like, well, I'll go ahead and try and see if like I can push it like up to the app stores uh, because I went to a cigar specific event here in Memphis, like on a Friday and Saturday. And so we came home on a Friday or Saturday, one of those. And so like I had a week exactly to finish it and get it to app stores. Cause like my goal was, I want people to use it this event. And so I submitted to a uh, Google play store and it was live within 30 minutes. And uh, I was like, cool. Apple takes a little longer. And then I got an email <laughs> that said the next day, we've rejected your app because your app promotes self-harm. Uh, <laughs> I wish I would have known that like six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have built in, uh, learned how to build an app if you knew that. So it was, and so like it was specifically related to back to tobacco, and like I totally understand the reasoning. Um, it was just very frustrating, and so I was like, "Well, I guess it's time to just give up." And that was like I got that email on like Wednesday, and my the event was Friday, and so then my wife was like, "I'm going to be really mad at you if you've spent all this time and you don't have anything to show for it." <laughs> and I was like, all right. And so I fired up. Uh... Okay. Before I did that. So progressive web apps have gotten way better in the last like couple of years. Oh, cool. I, I haven't really kept up with any of that stuff. Yeah. I had no reason to, but it's about the only feasible way I know for my app to exist. So tell and us so... more. Tell us more. Sell us. So essentially like you have these service workers, which I guess iOS recently allowed and that'll like, you can do things like send push notifications. Um, you can cache the app so that it'll work offline. And so it's the only thing is like, it's not familiar to people because they're used to install, installing apps from the app store. Yeah. How do you install them? So you have to go to like, you have to go to the the web app, which right now is like app.smoked.app, lots of app. <laughs> and then uh, you add it to your home screen. Slash app. <laughs> <laughs> the username and passwords are both app. <laughs> <laughs> so you add it to your home screen and it'll, it's essentially just, a, you know, it's a web app, progressive web app. So it's, without, so it's like bookmarking a website. <laughs> 
to your home screen. Yeah, it said when you install it to your phone, it pulls out the like Safari browser buttons and header and stuff. Yeah, right. And that's what happens when you bookmark a web page. But because you've got a progressive web app, it's got what a service worker and then that's what handles some of the offline stuff. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't really gotten much into the service worker stuff yet. Um, what I did was I tried to build it as just like a rails monolith and I just wasn't happy with how like the UI was turning out. And by that point now it was Thursday. (laughs) And so I was like, Oh man. So I did a create react app, which has PWA support built in. Okay. And use Firebase, which I hate and has been an awful experience. But I was able to use my app on Friday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so what do you not like about Firebase? Because I've heard a lot of good things, but I've never used it. Uh, the things I don't like are probably from my own ignorance. Um, it I don't particularly like writing all like my queries and like database stuff in this like in my react components it feels weird Mm, right well there's not a way unless you build an actual backend there's not much way around that right and i guess that's the same approach that meteor um was uh suggesting although they didn't have security for a long time (laughs) uh the other thing i'm just not I don't have a lot of experience with NoSQL. Sure. So, um, oh, is it is it like Mongo backed or something? Yeah, it's document stores. Gotcha. Um, and so I, I don't that. really have any experience with that. <laughs> and so like things like relationships are hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're not necessarily really relationships. They're like just nested things or whatever. Right. And like, yeah, there's, there's no such thing as like necessarily nested tables or whatever. It's, it's just different. And so it's a lot of like random document grabbing and lining up and like, I'm, I'm clearly this works because a lot of people like use NoSQL or a fair amount of people do, but like, I just never worked with it on that kind of scale. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all new. So it's not. It's, it requires a whole different mindset than the relational database that you're used to. The NoSQL stuff I'm familiar with is like active record. Uh, like Mongoid. Yeah. yeah. That. So yeah. My, plan, my plan, I think, is to build a backend. Because like when I built the React Native app, I had a Rails API. Mm-hmm. And so I think that. Why couldn't I'm, you have used that as well on the new one? Firebase, Firebase, <laughs> Firebase was a lot faster to deploy in like 24 hours. Well, I thought you already had, but if you already had the Rails API, did you need to, or did you have to change it to for something? Well, so I wasn't stoked with how I was handling authentication on the API. Okay. 
And that's one thing Firebase just gives you right. is light. Uh, to the point where there's like a React web UI Firebase component. <laughs> and so literally you just drop this component in and attach your like provider keys and stuff. And it'll just give you a UI for like logging into Facebook and all that. Cool. That's really nice. So like, um, and I was like Firebase at the time I thought it was going to be great. Um, and so I was like, okay, this will be fine. But I don't know. I, I think I'd rather control the data. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that's my – and all of that was happening with a new baby and a busted bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no one can complain that you haven't been busy lately, huh? I mean, well, I'll complain for them. You haven't been doing the podcast, man. I haven't. And I wanted to like, my plan was to do it like the week we got back, but here we are. Hey, we understand. I've been busy hunting anyways, so. (laughs) (laughs) But I haven't done much Ruby. I mean, I'm back at work now and um, that is letting me do Ruby again. And then I have uh, a couple of side projects lined up one with you and then one I've been thinking about like you joked earlier one I've been thinking about doing in Laravel <laughs> what's that one uh, so it is kind of like under wraps right now but it's like kind of it's review related software um, and it's actually with uh, one of my old bosses randomly enough Um he's kind of gone out on his own and he's like fantastic at marketing, like in branding. That's his whole like career. Nice. That's what you need. Yeah. So I'm excited about that one. And I've been thinking about doing Laravel just to like scratch the itch. Uh huh. Yeah. uh, Because of all the things it gives you as we've talked about every episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I know Rails and Ruby so well, like maybe it's worth doing that. I've also thought about if I do it in Ruby and Rails, finally giving Hatchbox a fair try. Hey, there we go. So Yeah, I've been I've been working on Hatchbox a bit lately. I'm getting uh been improving the UI a bit. There's been a little bit of just you know, I added in some of the like action cable sends over status updates um, when things change. But if that ever gets out of sync, it um, doesn't, doesn't work correctly. So I've got a lot of UI improvements and stuff that I've been making lately to try and make sure that the client stays consistently up to date. So I'll probably have to, it's one of the things when you're, you know, if you're building something like a Slack or something, when you have, the server streaming updates to the client, you need to either make sure that those updates came through or periodically on the client check, make sure you didn't miss anything, that sort of thing. Cause that's effectively what's happening um, on a hatch box. Like when servers, you know, they they're listed as uh, pending or deploying or something um, and they don't change the status automatically, even though they've, they've changed on the back end, like, 
for whatever reason, one of the messages maybe didn't come through. And so that's been, uh, you know, a fun one to address, just trying to make, you know, it's, it's interesting, I guess, in building stuff is, you know, you can build that first version and hack together a prototype that does the basics really easily. And then to build something robust that handles all of the random failures, that's very hard to do. Um, and that's what takes, you know, the 80% of time when you're building something. You can build the prototype in 20% of the time, but there's going to be a lot of edge cases that you just can't address if you're just building something fast. That's kind of where pieces of the UI have landed because um, most of the work for Hatchbox is course handling all of the various errors that can happen when you're doing stuff over ssh uh yeah about an infinite amount of problems uh can happen and it's very hard to make sure that you catch all of those so uh that's where most of the effort's been for quite some time so i'll be curious to see if you try it out um you know what your experience is like and what's clear and what's not clear and Maybe we can, you know, talk through that sometime over uh, the podcast or something. Um, yeah, that'd be fun. awesome. Yeah. My, uh, my kid's having a breakdown. Okay, so I'm going to have to cut out early <laughs> um, <laughs> because this is this is the kid I'm responsible for mostly right now with the baby here. So no worries. Well, it's good to catch up, man. Uh, I'm sure everybody enjoyed the update finally on the podcast. So we should be back regularly now. Uh, yeah, unless you plan on having more kids, you know, like in the nah, next few nah, weeks. Next right? week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Good to catch up. All right. Catch you later.